Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Nightside. Nightside. We're all friends here. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. Uh, okay, welcome back. The Nightside Project is uh, with you this evening. The question is. Will the Nightside Project be with us uh, for the next little while after? Because tonight is supposed to be our final show. Ethan, the word came down during the break. And, uh, uh, oh, are you there, bro? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I'm here. So Ethan's, yeah, Ethan's sure here. And during the break, we received uh, we received word on the fate of the Nightside Project starting on July 20th. Nightside Project stays is stayed at the execution for at least another short time. Oh my goodness! We've got two weeks to uh, to solve the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, you better. So cool in the gang, uh, as they've done so many times throughout this pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. pandemic breaking Nightside Project, uh, showing up big time. Yes, the Nightside Project will stay around for at least another couple of weeks, as we've been told. So there you yeah, go. Man. And you know That's what? Fantastic news! It's great I'm news. I'm so excited. You know what we should do? We should go and celebrate and get Ethan a decent broadcast setup. Hey, what do you say? <laughs> I I have a decent broadcast setup. I know it's like the guy who has like a really nice Mercedes, but he's like, I can't figure out how to get that key in the ignition. It's weird. No, it's got know, a weird shaped is, key. Is, I can't um, figure it out. No, man. The problem is, you remember back when I had Utopia down in Midvale? Oh That's yeah. The problem. Why? Boy, Utopia was amazing. Oh, because you got that. used to the. Uh, yeah, 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 you got used to. Never had any problems. Yeah. You know? No, I got you. Well, this is great news, Alex. Right, I'm cool so excited. It. Cool it, cool in the gang. We got some. We got real radio business to get down to. We told our listeners. Although we're I, dedicated. Although I'll say, I will say this. I don't know what we're going to do on Monday. <laughs> I know. Well, what's great about this too is that we have this overwhelming nice group of people who listen to the show and are like you man you've kept you've you've made this last uh, few months in the pandemic totally uh like at least i could forget some of those sorrows a little bit during this yeah and then we have <laughs> we have a couple of people who go you guys are garbage i need one more hours of new i need another hour of news man <laughs> and i go hey <laughs> well look ethan does headlines at seven i mean We're most news, of the time man. it's about We're yeah news. it's about people with, what more uh, do you want what more about, do you want it's about like it's the kind of bearded lady news you know what i mean so it's yeah. not really uh it's not really hey. rubber meets the road kind of stuff but i will say this Ethan, here are two major miracles today. The Nightside Project uh, stayed of execution for at least mm-hmm. an, another couple of weeks, as we've been told today. And then secondly, Ethan survived that massive accident. Somebody hit his mm-hmm. left rear tire today. Uh, I survived Carpocalypse 2020. <laughs> so we're, we're very excited that Ethan was able to, it to was, do that and join the show. It was a disaster. I'll tell you right where it was, too. 7500 South State Street. Yeah. Can I just tell you so, something about you telling me about the uh, about your car accident today? It's like when people <laughs> describe their dreams. No one cares. <laughs> like, no one cares. Like, the thing is, is that I talked to you a couple times today, and, at, mm-hmm. and you go, I got a story to tell you, man. At no point were you like, 
I'm hurt. I mean, you know, it was just, <laughs> oh, I'll tell you a story on the air tonight, man. And it, and it turned out to be like, hey, I've, I, I was in a car accident. How serious was it? Well, I kept stringing you along for the details a little bit later. So obviously it wasn't that big of a deal. Ethan, Las Vegas is, uh, Las Vegas reopened, of course, during the whole pandemic. And everybody has been uh, kind of waiting to see what happened in Vegas. And the thing is, is, what has been happening in Vegas has sort of stayed in Vegas because you see what I did there. Uh, yes, I did. You, news you trope there for their you. marketing slogan. Uh, so they have been open since June fourth, and they've had a handful—not just a handful—123 uh, visitors who tested positive for coronavirus during that time at the Caesar's Palace, including and also a Caesar's uh, employee who died at the end of June as well, mm-hmm. and so. They're starting to look at this thing and going, uh, and they're calling it overwhelmed and terrified by the early reopening of Las Vegas. And I know that everybody wanted this thing. This is this is kind of a perfect view as to we wanted to get things going. We wanted to get things. We wanted to get things, uh, you know, going and open. And everybody was trying to figure this thing out, but in the end, uh, opening up a place like Las Vegas was not the right thing to do at the time that they did it. Yeah. Can you hear me okay, Alex? Yes, I can. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, you know, um, did you see the uh, story, speaking of the location-based coronavirus uh, hotspots, did you see the story about the Kentucky basketball players? Oh, no, what happened? No, and I'm a sports you, guy. So they've got, they've got, Kentucky has like over 100 COVID cases that were linked straight back to uh, workouts in the weight room basketball players in the weight room yeah. together. Yeah. It's, yeah, man. All these schools are having a hard time. I, I, and and I think during all of this, uh, Scott and I interviewed a BYU football player, and he was like, yeah, we're still working out. We're still, we're still, we're still getting in some workouts as, like, you know, small groups. This is back when groups were not even close to getting together, and the school yeah. was like, we're not supposed to get guys together. And they were like, yeah – some guy like uh, I've been snitched on a couple times by the uh, by some by some students at the school and and things like that and like meeting up at parks and 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 stuff to try to get their workouts in. So I can see how all this uh, I can see how people could get uh, I I don't know. But I think it, we, it doesn't it doesn't have to be group, like that. There's because, a certain age group that gets I mean, very he, uh, confident uh, about their abilities and and it's that yeah it's the age group that isn't going to die typically from it and that's the tough thing about it. But but here's the thing, though, and especially athletes need to think about this. It's ending athletic careers. I mean, you you walk out of there, uh, you walk in there as a college athlete and um, you might survive, but you might not walk out a college athlete anymore or professional athlete. In fact, the U.S. military, don't you remember this? The U.S. military initially indicated that. COVID survivors, they were not going to consider them uh, healthy enough to join the U.S. military. They've had to walk that back a little bit. But I I don't think young people realize long-term repercussions that can happen. Just because you survived it doesn't mean it's going to be an easy road. doesn't mean that there aren't going to be any consequences either. And that's the thing that, you know, I think people have to think about. Uh, we got to take the break here. Hey, by the way, it's a Friday show. You know what that means? We got some first world problems coming up in a little while. Why are we while. talking about such serious stuff? You're the tonight. one who was all. Did you hear about the Kentucky basketball team? And I was like, I don't want to talk about <laughs> this. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> so look, we've got a couple things to talk about. Uh, one, Mask Monday is coming up. So you got a lot of retailers who are going to absolutely see. If you think the videos 
of people not going, not wanting to go into Trader Joe's with masks on or been crazy. The Walmart, Target, and now Home Depot crowds videos are going to be insane on Monday. I guarantee mm. you. We've got some tech news coming up as well and your first world problems. All those things coming in. The Nightside Project sticking around at least another couple weeks. Stay with us. We'll be right back. More to go right after news, traffic, and weather. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.